Hi everyone, Clifford Machingaifa here. And this is Unajua, where we offer crowdsourced minimum actionable responses to important questions in 15 minutes or less. Welcome to the third and final installment of our three-part Web3-themed series featuring Kenyan blockchain enthusiast, data wrangler, and entrepreneur, Michael Kimani. Now, before we dive into the episode, a big thank you to Cello Community Fund for getting behind African Tech Roundup's current season of blockchain-themed learning content. Over the next several months, you can look forward to more Unajua podcasts like this one. Exclusive interviews with innovators from Africa's blockchain scene, insight-filled written think pieces and op-eds by entrenched specialists and talented journalists, and even live interactive Twitter spaces where you can be part of the conversation. To make sure you don't miss a thing, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at African Roundup, or search for African Tech Roundup on Facebook and LinkedIn to find and follow our profiles on there. And of course, if you'd like to learn more about Cello's mission to build a financial system that creates the conditions for prosperity for everyone, visit www.celo.org. And to apply for the Cello Community Fund grant, like the one making this podcast possible, head to www.cellocommunityfund.org. On this podcast, Michael Kimani will draw on his live industry experience to offer examples of Web3 plays in Africa worth keeping an eye on. And he'll hint at trends in the space that he's been backing with his own time, effort, and money. I, th I think it's worth uh, noting that we are all kind of experimenting. So... None of this is set in stone. We don't know the future, but we do know some of the parts and pieces we have now are going to be part of that future. So a lot of us are, are innovators. We are entrepreneurs exploring what's possible based on the market conditions we've seen. So as an entrepreneur myself, I look at the market and, and ask myself, okay, what, what are some of the gaps and, and problems in this market that these trends in Web3 can, can address? And Africa has a lot of young people who are on digital smartphones and they spend time on the internet and social media. And there's a trouble in the real world where they don't have uh, jobs or there's not enough money to go around. And they're always looking for, they're always hustling or looking for a way to earn some extra income. So one of the trends that's shaping up in Web3 is what's called uh, the play to earn ecosystem. And the play-to-earn ecosystem is a Web3 trend where the acts of playing games online can also yield real monetary value. So you can earn from playing games and you could earn something like tokens that have a dollar price or they're priced in Bitcoin or that have a market somewhere and you can go and convert these rewards or earnings from playing games, which is using up your time and attention and earning something out of that that you can take out. So I think this is a concept that is appealing to a lot of young people here because suddenly from their mobile phones, they can decide to dedicate some of the time they spend in a matatu playing games. They can now play games that reward them some tokens that they could convert into real money and use that to buy airtime and data bundles. So there's an economic gain to be had there. So... I think play to earn is one of the trends that are being explored right now. 
and companies like PhoneBank, which I consider Web3 companies. These are Web3 companies that are positioning themselves for Africa. They are trying to turn this play-to-earn ecosystem from Web3 into a real opportunity for uh, millions of young people on the African continent who have mobile phones and time and attention and can spend some of that time to play games and earn. But then how would they convert these tokens that they earn from this economy? So, so PhoneBank bridges this gap between airtime in their local context with all the tokens and rewards that they could potentially earn in this play-to-earn universe. And that bridge is made possible through several Web3 infrastructures, several Web3 trends, such as cryptocurrency and blockchain models like peer-to-peer markets and uh, Web3 trends like playing games to earn tokens and rewards or turning attention and time into real monetary monetary value. So another example of uh, Web3 trends and how they're manifesting in the African tech ecosystem is microtasks. And microtasks are similar to to play to earn in that they leverage time and attention of people and you're able to convert that into real real dollars. Um, These microtasks, they're a bit different from play to earn because play to earn is more on the fan side. And micro tasks could be more tasks that our company needs done. So this is like a real job, only that it's, it's miniaturized and it's broken down to such a small, a small point where you can literally do this on your phone while you walk, you know, but it's value to someone and someone is willing to pay for that. And these types of jobs are also emerging through the web three ecosystem and they're, they're able to pay people for even uh, five seconds of your time, you know, we can pay you half a dollar for five seconds of your time in a day to help a self-driving Tesla in California figure out what uh, the object on the street is. This is an example of a micro task that's actually listed on a job platform, an online job platform in Africa. So these uh, micro tasks are creating uh, the kind of jobs that would be lucrative for a huge African population with young people who are looking to earn an extra dollar that could actually be valuable in their life as airtime and data bundles. And they have all the resources they need. They have, they have mobile phones, they have internet, they have time, but then they still need to be able to, to convert whatever they earn from this micro task economy into their real world. And cryptocurrencies, which is a, a web three trend in itself is one of these bridges that connect airtime through companies like PhoneBank or through companies like Cheaper Cash, connect airtime and mobile money into this micro-task and economy, allowing you to convert currencies of the internet into uh, your local currencies. I think another third trend that's hot right now is uh, digital properties in the form of a use case known as uh, NFTs. So NFTs really are just uh, digital collectibles where, where you can control you can control who owns how many units, how many units exist out there, who owns them. You can place a limit and you can have this transparency somewhere, you know. And this this technology wasn't possible before before the blockchain. The blockchain has really enabled us to to create digital properties and. The best way to think about a digital property is the same way you own a piece of property in the real world where you have a certificate, a land title, 
that can prove this is yours and you can transfer that piece of property to someone else. In the internet right now, we're spending so much time online. There are creatives coming up right now who their first experience with the internet is through a mobile phone. So how can we enable someone with a mobile phone to create something valuable that they can transfer online and sell to someone else, you know? So Web3 is also about enabling creativity in the online world with the same with the same rights and feel that you could have if you created a piece of art in the real world. And this is what NFTs really is an example of, of a use case of this uh, of this uh, Web3 Web3 trend. And in Africa right now we've seen some some artists like Davido and Saudi Soul, they they can see the commercial value of converting their brands into into some form of digital collectibles, maybe in form of NFTs or in form of uh, tickets or in form of uh, special tokens for fans that can redeem them for gear or for some special access to them. It's it's really a technology that's also enabling creators to unlock value in this web web economy. And uh, some example of a company in Africa that's exploring this right now is Nescoin by by one of my friends, uh, Yele Bedemosi, he's Nigerian. And they are trying to, to bring all the potential that exists in Web3 for creators into, into an ecosystem. So you can play to earn, you can, as an artist, you can create NFTs and launch them into a marketplace. And then there's all this infrastructure that's evolving around that, that allows you to hold your NFTs in a single wallet. And then there's companies that phone, like phone bank that come in and allow you to, sell your NFT and convert that into your local currency or convert your local currency to buy an NFT. So this simple change in in a technology is now creating a whole new way to think about what a virtual economy looks like. So that's that's NFTs and digital digital properties. I think the last one, one one last example that I've, I have found interesting from this Web3 trend is the change in business models in the financial services industry, things like uh, crypto and crypto peer-to-peer marketplaces are enabling anyone who has a mobile phone and some capital on mobile money in Africa to be able to participate as a vendor or as an agent in an online market the same way a Forex bureau would work in the real world. So this is really powerful. This is like a Web3 trend that's completely uh, reshaped how how financial services work. So instead of going to a, Furex, a Forex bureau in the real world to convert Kenya shillings into dollars to say, make a payment online or send money abroad. Now you can go to a virtual marketplace and find some vendor who's maybe a young person somewhere with a smartphone who runs a business allowing people to convert mobile money or airtime into, into crypto and execute these online transactions they desire. So I think that's been a great Web3 trend to see in the context of Africa, uh, these crypto peer-to-peer marketplaces. And there was a report that came out the other day saying it's like $100 billion worth of uh, peer-to-peer crypto transactions in Africa. Africa is the fastest growing crypto peer-to-peer market in, in the world right now. So companies that are exploring this uh, right now are companies like Paxu and local Bitcoins and local cryptos. And there the Web3 trend really is about uh, rethinking business models and rethinking the role of intermediaries in, in in the financial services industry. Those are just three examples of how 
I'm seeing that three manifest in, in the African context. Well, that's it for this Unajua series, but we will be sharing plenty more blockchain insights in the coming weeks and months. No small thanks to the Celo Community Fund. But before we sign off, as always, this is where you get involved. Click on the Unajua link in the show notes wherever you're listening or on click here on the microphone icon on the right of your screen if you're listening from the africantechroundup.com website to leave us a 60-second voice note reacting to this episode. Or you can tweet us using the hashtag Unajua series or leave us a DM at African Roundup. That said, we'd especially love it if you left us a voice note though so that we can scale your views on a future podcast. All right, that's it for now. Till next time, take it easy, Africa. (laughs) 